the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. I'm now going to put on my best newsreader voice here. New Zealand Muslims under surveillance by the SIS. But it isn't news. It's, in fact, the plot of... Uh, a new comedy series, in fact, the first Muslim comedy series. It's called Miles from Nowhere, the brainchild of poet, writer and journalist Mohammed Hassan. And uh, he's done some RNZ work uh, before, including a, an award-winning podcast called Public Enemy. So this series, Miles from Nowhere, launches on Sky Open next Wednesday, so free to air, and has a star-studded cast, two of which are with me in the, the studio right now. I'm delighted to have them. Uh, Arlo Green. G'day, Arlo. Kia ora. Who plays uh, the lead character, Syed. Um, and Hannah Taeb, who plays Syed's younger sister, Saraya. Kia ora. Kia ora. Hello and welcome along. I've seen the first episode. It what? is really intriguing. It's cool. It's a, it's a great start. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Also, your pronunciation was on point. Yeah, that. it was <laughs> really, really good. I love that. Oh, good um, on you. Good on you. So um, tell us about the, 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 the germination of this. How did it all come together? Um... I think the uh, Muhammad, you know, uh, as most of us uh, in our community, like had had experiences over the years growing up as a Kiwi Muslim, and he sort of banked them. And one day, um, uh, I think they might have been playing PlayStation or something. No, they were. What were they doing? They were planning on having a meeting with one of their friends, and their mate was running about two hours late. So mm-hmm. they just started. This is my understanding of the story. They just started like writing down plot points and kind of crafting an idea for the show. Yeah. And that's kind of how the show was born. Yeah. They, they probably left the PlayStation but out to be glamorous. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they, they told me they were cool. playing PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and sort of uh, he saw uh, Muhammad assembled, you know, a bunch of beautiful creatives around him and then mm-hmm. that's when we sort of jumped in. Um, not being the beautiful creatives you are, but uh, yeah, mm. he, he reached out and we hopped on board and... Yeah, I mean, it's a great tagline, isn't it? New Zealand's first Muslim comedy. Yeah. It's, it's great for marketing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a really easy uh, new sell. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we actually have a clip here. We're going to play a little clip uh, from the first episode. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what the clip is, but let's have a listen to it now. If anyone can think of any reason why these two should not be wed, speak now or forever hold your salam. Actually... Yanni, he doesn't exactly have a job. What? Bro, or a car. I mean, he is still living with his mum. Guys, guys. Hey, 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 hey. I just wish he's not so lazy. Oh. Mum, not you too. 
<laughs> it's a great start, isn't it? So he's standing there at the altar um, mm-hmm. about to be wed in that, that great line, you know, yeah. if anybody disagrees with this, let them voice. And everybody, and everybody in my life them. disagrees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so but, would you say Arlo's a bit, you know, a bit of a, dare I say, loser? At the uh, yeah, um, uh, very much a loser. Uh, I'm a loser in my real life, so it was quite <laughs> okay. easy. Scott? To um uh yeah uh, yeah I, I guess he's just really aimless really per, you know um he's in a he's in a deep deep hole um as you know a lot of us can find ourselves in but mm. I think he can uh, yeah I think he's feeling sorry for himself which isn't going to help yeah um and where does the spy element come in where does that come in the SIS or being watched and uh, where does that come in Hannah I actually don't know but I I think. To me, it feels quite poetic. Um, I mean, I feel like a lot of Muslim Kiwis kind of have the shared experience of feeling othered or like feeling um, watched mm-hmm. by people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I remember growing up, I was a baby mm-hmm. when 9-11 happened, but I remember coming to New Zealand and going to primary school and still getting bullied for 9-11, even though mm-hmm. it was like a decade later. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's, there's, I feel yeah, like everyone probably... was like treating us like we did. I was like, yeah. I don't know these people. Like, dog, <laughs> I'm not even... I'm, yeah. Okay, I can't win. They go, how did you guys pull it off? I was like, I don't know. I wasn't I was in meetings. nappies. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I couldn't <laughs> lift my head up, so you know about as much as I do. But I think it, it speaks to the shared experience of, of Muslim Kiwis of feeling excluded and othered and... Mm-hmm. Being watched, I mean, happens quite a bit. It's just, yeah, when there's a mysterious veil between you, you and somebody, you know, you, you, mm. you fill in those gaps and mm. sometimes uh, out of fear. So, like, I, you know, I understand it. Yeah, I understand. Um, I also uh, think Mo had uh, an experience like that where he was being watched for a bit. Yeah, yeah. I might be wrong in saying that. No one caught me on that. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, even today, like, if you have a Middle Eastern last name or a very, like, prominent Arab name, mm. trying to go through TSA or, like, trying to travel is yeah. always you, – you're always being asked for, like, random questionings or – Too fair. I, I think I get stopped uh, – I have been stopped uh, a few times because <laughs> I look dodgy. I, don't think the, I, I think my name's fine, but I, I just look like a dodgy yeah. person. Green, green is not a standout. No, no, no you're no, fine. No. You, yeah. I'm going to yeah. be okay. Yeah. And tell us about your character, Soraya. So Soraya is um, Saeed's younger sister. She mm. is – she like lives in Sydney. She's married with kids. She's got her life sussed, um, and she's kind of Sade's number one bully. But I think it's because she loves him so much. I mean, um, Arlo and I got quite close before we even started filming, yeah. and so my perception of Sade as a character changed quite a bit. I think at first it seems like he's a loser and like he's he's got <laughs> he's nothing a- to do, but. There's there's a scene in the show that's really special to me, and it's kind of the first time that you see uh, Soraya getting down to Saeed's level and kind mm. of connecting with him a bit. I don't think he's a loser. I think he's just lost, mm-hmm. and he's just trying to figure stuff out. And for Soraya, I think he's a loser. Well, you can hold that opinion. I'm trying to be nice here. No, um, but yeah, Soraya is his younger sister. She's hilarious as hell. Has absolutely no musical talent, but. Um, She's cool as hell, and um, yeah, I can't wait for everyone to meet her and to love her as much as I do. Now, music plays a, quite a role in this. In fact, yeah. you are musical. Well, you weren't before this role, but you are now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I had some aspirations, as we all do, just because I, I think I just wanted people to like me when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I noticed everyone with a guitar in their hands was well-liked. Yeah. And so... Um, uh, 
I played for a little bit, gave up very quickly, and then, yeah, dusted it back off for this. And um, uh, I worked with a friend from high school, Joshua Lu, who's an amazing uh, musician, um, as is your son, by the way. I just have to mention that I'm a big fan of. Um, uh, he's a good friend. He's a beautiful, beautiful musician. And, um, yeah, I, I worked with Muhammad. We sort of, you know, collaborated on a couple of songs and um, tried to figure it all out. But he is very much an open mic amateur musician in this season. Mm. So that's what we're going for. This isn't, we're not Taylor Swift here. We're not, you know. <laughs> you can't tell with his guitar and vocal skills. He's insane. Yeah. Oh, I've seen, can, I've seen that first episode. Oh, okay. you, you did beautiful. a couple of lines there. That was fantastic. Actually, I must mention that um, Arlo and my son Paddy were in um, an episode of uh, the Mysteries. Broken Wood Mysteries. Broken Wood yeah, Mysteries. Yeah. And it was a funny, funny show called Dog Day Afternoon. And it was about these guys who... It was Dog Day Morning, I think, about these yeah, guys yeah, who robbed a bank and yeah. completely incompetent. And you were, gosh, you were a loser in that one. Yeah, I was, I was. I think I just <laughs> keep playing losers. Casting. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> no, I, my, my secret goal is to work with Paddy every yeah. few years on something. Good idea. Um, get him to keep acting with me. So what does it mean for you, though, in your background, um, your heritage, if you like to be part of this, um, well, I guess it's a groundbreaking series yeah, yeah. for New Zealand. Um, I guess uh, at first I was I was really hesitant. Uh, I, I sort of divorced myself from the community just because of the sort of experiences I'd had, and mm. I'd had a unique upbringing in that sense. And um, so I was scared to return because I thought once I wear that hat, you'll always see that hat. Um, and yeah, but it felt important, and I loved the writing and the team assembled, and um, I thought yeah. It, it didn't feel reductive. It didn't. It didn't feel like a paint by numbers. It felt like a, a really good look into what life has been like for us. And so, yeah. What, what did it feel like for you? Yeah, your turn. I mean, my. <laughs> I just got nervous after it. <laughs> um, I thought I'm good. Yeah. Um, I think for me personally, I so desperately craved a show like this when I was growing up. Um, mm. I have a lot of friends that are in the community that weren't born in New Zealand uh, and didn't really grow up here until midway through their childhood, and that was kind of my story. Mm. I was born in Algeria, I was raised in Saudi Arabia, and I moved here when I was a kid. And moving to New Zealand was my first interaction with a Western country, and I was terrified. Um, and I, I saw no representation. Mm. I saw nothing that made me feel like there was a bit of home with me, mm. like there was some nostalgia or something to relate to. There was nothing like that. Mm. And so when I saw that the show was casting, I jumped on it as fast as I could. I kind of had the same thing where I divorced myself from 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 the community mm. and from my identity in that respect. Um, I'm so sure. what you'd grown up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of immigrant children, BIPOC people can relate to wanting to assimilate, you know, mm. wanting to just feel like everybody else. And yes, yeah, like turn down the Arabic music um, and the karma. Uh, black, you know? indigenous and other people of color. Um, so just anyone that, that mm. you know, doesn't look like everyone, yeah. um, just wanting to feel like a sense of belonging. Yeah. And so when the show came around, I got really, really excited, mostly because this is an opportunity to tell our story um, to people that have never heard it before and also for our community, mm -hmm. for them to feel seen, to laugh, to cry, and also more selfishly and specifically for me, finding a harder Muslim community that is in the industry, like creatives and actors mm -hmm. and stuff, because mm -hmm. that's a whole different breed. Mm -hmm. And so it's been very, very special. And, like, the whole process has been incredibly nostalgic and, like, it's ju it just feels like home. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Alo and I fight like siblings. Me and um, Shireen, who plays Mama Shadia, we all call her Mama. Um, she mothers me like her daughter, and so yeah. shout out Mama. Shout out Mama, we love you. Um, yeah. So Alo, give us uh, the detail. Where, where can we watch this? I know I've mentioned Sky Open. Oh, dude, Rachel's gonna hate me for this. <laughs> I don't know, actually, to be honest with you. Uh, on the twenty-first, I think it comes out on Sky Open, mm-hmm. yes. free to air, and then on the twenty-second, all episodes will be available on Neon. I think you I did that right. You nailed that. That was so good. Um, See, it was in there yeah. all along. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I just had to find you it. said it like a presenter too. That was iconic. Thank you. <laughs> you did. I was trying to be impressive. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, hey, lovely to chat with you. Fantastic, and wish, we wish you well. Thank you so much um, for having you. us. With this, uh, the first episode, I think this is hilarious. It's great. Yeah. So uh, I can't wait to see the rest. Thank you. Thank yeah, you for having us, and you're just as handsome as your son. Oh, so I appreciate yeah. it. Oh, jeez. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you, Ali. Thank you, Hannah. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.